Welcome to part four of how to manifest anything. In this episode, we're going to cover the next foundational key you need as a framework to manifest anything. In the last step, we talked about being specific. Yes, there are people who say that getting too specific can cause your manifestation not to show up. That is a belief. If you want to have that belief, you absolutely can have that belief. Or you can believe that anything is possible, which is what many spiritual masters, including Neville Goddard, taught, and that which I advocate as well. Again, you are the magic. You make the choice. If you choose that getting too specific means your manifestation won't show up or will take longer, that's exactly what will happen. I just wanted to point that out so that when you hear these conflicting ideas about manifesting, remember the only rules that apply to your manifestations are the ones you set for yourself within the parameters I'm giving you for how to manifest. Because truly, choosing and remaining faithful to that, which is what Neville Goddard called assumptions become facts is manifestation, period. The rest of the teachings are basically an education to teach you how to get out of your own way, mentally and emotionally, to unlearn what you have learned. Because what you have learned is a series of programs that society or past experience through your own individual lens has taught you as quote-unquote true of reality. But nothing is true in reality that you don't agree with. And I know that sounds fantastic, especially if you're new to becoming a conscious manifester. Now the next step is commitment to your specified manifestation. It's a conviction that your desired manifestation will come about. The definition of conviction is a firmly held belief or opinion. And I would add, based on Neville Goddard's teaching, that a conviction is an assumption. So this commitment to your specified manifestation or conviction that you worked out in the last part of this series is the next key to manifesting anything you want. Once you commit that you will have this, you have conviction, you have taken the first step in faith, in the conscious choice to experience your desired manifestation. And the wheels of the universe move everything behind the scenes to bring it about. This conviction in the desired outcome sets in motion what Neville calls the Bridge of Incidents. In this passage from the Scottish Himalayan Expedition, W.H. Murray talks about the importance of commitment. Here is the quote. This may sound too simple, but is great in consequence. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back always in effectiveness. 
concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. A whole stream of events issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents, meetings, and material assistance, which no man could have dreamt would have come his way. I learned a deep respect for one of Goethe's couplets. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. End of quote. This is powerful, and this is the part that many people miss. As I said in the last part, part three, getting specific is one of those things that people gloss over. But if you don't put in your specific order, what you get is not going to be exactly what you want. And you may not get anything. I went through absolute years of not knowing what I wanted. I had no idea. I would vacillate from day to day. And so I got nothing I wanted. And I think this is a problem for a lot of people because I think a lot of people don't realize that you can dream as big as you want. I think that our self-concept is so poor in so many cases that we've bought into this idea that we are limited. And so when we look around to see what we want, we feel so limited, our choices look so limited, that nothing really appeals to us. None of it, because it's being viewed through a lens of limitation, the limitation that we've been programmed to have by our families, society, and our experiences. Everything that we've programmed, either unconsciously or consciously, into our subconscious mind that's running the show now. Because remember, 95% of our day is run by our subconscious mind. So as long as we continue to fight consciously against our subconscious, you got 5% battling 95%, and most of us go through the day not 100% conscious every moment. In fact, the vast majority of people go through their day mainly unconsciously run by their subconscious mind. But even when you become conscious that this is going on, it's very easy to slip into this subconscious programming and not even realize it. In the beginning, this is something that takes mental and emotional fortitude, but it's worth it because as you go through this and you start using the tools to reprogram your subconscious mind, then this framework that you use to manifest consciously and intentionally makes all the difference. That's the thing, like a lot of people really don't know what they want because they're looking through the lens of limitation. Not only are they afraid to think big or think wonderful things for themselves, other than maybe the standards like winning the lottery, because if you win the lottery, everything's possible. 
They don't realize, and maybe you don't realize, that anything is possible. You don't have to win the lottery. You can get millions of dollars through other means. The universe has infinite channels. So you have to open yourself up to those possibilities. And that doesn't mean that you have to start a business or anything else. It means that you have to open up your mind to the fact that you are limitless, that you are infinite, and all of these infinite possibilities are available to you. And part of doing this comes later in this series of how to open yourself up to this, because it truly is part of the framework of being an infinite being and a master manifester. And we'll get to that later. Let's get back to commitment. And one of the things that doing the writing down that we did in the first step to train your brain to get specific, one of the benefits of writing it down is you're committing it to paper. You're putting pen to paper, and that is a physical act. You're bringing the manifestation into physical reality in the form of words, writing it in the present tense as if you already have it. And this first step makes it committed on paper. And neuroscience shows that you're 1.4 times more likely to experience what you write down on paper. There are also two things that becoming committed and having the conviction that this will happen means. One, this is a no plan B attitude. In other words, you're not going into this thinking, well, if it doesn't happen, then I'll do this. Because right there, that is not conviction and that is not a commitment. Right there, you're cutting the legs off of your manifestation and you will very likely not see it happen. So it's very important that you don't think plan B. You do what they call burn the ships. There's no going back. That's the attitude that you have when you choose to see a manifestation that you want manifest in your 3D reality. It's very important because this is part of embodying the new state in order to get your manifestation. And I'm going to read something from Neville that's key to this in just a few minutes. Number two, and this is critical, you have to remember there's only self to change. And that by committing to a manifestation, you are committing to a change of self. For you must change to become the one who has your manifestation in this 3D reality. Because who you are right now is not that self. Because if you were, you would be in that state of being that already has that manifestation. Only self to change. As within, so without. The world around you in every moment is reflecting back to you who you are. And this happens in an endless feedback loop. Who you are, who you conceived yourself to be, your self-concept, it's all being shown to you at every moment. And the fact that you don't have your manifestation right now is feedback showing you you are not yet the person that has that manifestation. If you want to know who you are, 
and what you believe you deserve, just look around you and see. To experience something greater, you must rise in consciousness and fill the new state of being to experience the manifestation you want to see expressed in your 3D reality. You must put on and wear the new state in your imagination until you feel the naturalness of it and persist in that state of being. Then it will manifest in your 3D. Here's what Neville says. And this is going to be a little bit longer of a quote because there's a lot of good juicy details in here that you need to know about self-concept change and how it applies to your manifestation. Neville says, Stop trying to change the world, since it is only the mirror. Man's attempt to change the world by force is as fruitless as breaking a mirror in the hope of changing his face. Leave the mirror and change your face. Leave the world alone and change your conceptions of yourself. The reflection then will be satisfactory. Freedom or imprisonment, satisfaction or frustration, can only be differentiated by the consciousness of being. Regardless of your problem, its duration, or its magnitude, careful attention to these instructions will, in an amazingly short period of time, eliminate even the memory of the problem. Ask yourself this question. How would I feel if I were free? The very moment you sincerely ask this question, the answer comes. And I'm going to interject here for a moment. Your chosen manifestation, not being in your reality right now, is the problem, quote-unquote, that you're trying to resolve here. Okay, now back to the quote. No man can tell another the satisfaction of his desire fulfilled. It remains for each within himself to experience the feeling and joy of this automatic change of consciousness, the feeling or thrill that comes to one in response to his self-questioning is the father state of consciousness or the foundation stone upon which conscious change is built. Just how this feeling will embody itself, no one knows, but it will. Consciousness has ways that no man knows. It is the unalterable law. All things express their nature. As you wear a feeling, it becomes your nature. It might take a moment or a year. It is entirely dependent upon the degree of conviction. And I'm going to interject here again. There's that word, conviction. Now back to the quote. As doubts vanish and you can feel, I am this, you begin to develop the fruit or the nature of the thing you are feeling yourself to be. When a person buys a new hat or pair of shoes, he thinks everyone knows they're new. He feels unnatural with his newly acquired apparel until it becomes a part of him. The same applies to the wearing of the new states of consciousness. When you ask yourself the question, how would I feel if my desire were at this moment realized? The automatic reply until it is properly conditioned by time and use, is actually disturbing. The period of adjustment to realize this potential of consciousness is comparable 
to the newness of the wearing of apparel, not knowing that consciousness is ever outpicturing itself in conditions round you, like Lot's wife, you continually look back upon your problem and again become hypnotized by its seeming naturalness, the problem being that you don't have the manifestation you desire. Your problem might have you so hypnotized by its seeming reality and naturalness that you find it difficult to wear the new feeling or consciousness. You must assume this garment if you would have results. End of quote. Eckhart Tolle commented recently on the concept of conscious manifestation and agreed with Neville's take that feeling is the secret. Eckhart said that the quote attributed to Jesus, whatsoever things you ask for, believe you have them and they will be yours. Eckhart said that Jesus probably said, whatsoever things you ask for, feel you have received them. I thought that was really profoundly interesting because Eckhart believes that conscious manifestation is not the primary focus one should have. I don't know if you've heard me say this or not, but essentially conscious manifestation is a step on the path to achieving conscious realization of the truth that not only Eckhart teaches, but Muji and many other great spiritual masters. And I believe, as Neville did, that you can't skip whatever your path is. In other words, if you try to forsake these desires within you, you're actually trying to suppress consciousness expressing through you that individual conscious expression that it seeks to express through you individually. And therefore, you are denying the very reason for your existence as the individual you are. This is part of the journey and probably part of the journey for everyone. And whatever state or stage you are in the journey, by trying to skip ahead, it not only could make you miserable, it could set you back on your spiritual journey. Your job, so to speak, here on this journey of humanhood is to express the unique individual consciousness manifestation from within you that you are guided to. and. Even these so-called egoic desires are part of the journey because one of the most amazing things that many people discover when they get all of this material stuff that they've always wanted, they realize that this isn't it. This isn't what they were seeking. They enjoy it. It's marvelous. But there's more. And that becomes the launching point for really going into this consciousness, truth-seeking. I know Neville said it at some point, and I've studied Neville for so many years, I don't remember where it is in his materials, but he said that without this realization, without accumulating this wealth, that person would not have had that eureka moment that propelled them further down the path to the ultimate truth. And I believe that wholeheartedly. And I think in a lot of cases, it can speed it up. That when you learn how to consciously manifest, how to intentionally manifest, you begin to discover the ultimate truth. And then you hunger for more. And it's a wonderful and ironic 
result of manifesting intentionally that you suddenly are not so materially focused. Now, that doesn't happen to everybody, and everybody's on a different path. I just want you to be comforted and know that there is nothing wrong whatsoever with desiring to choose preferences in your life, preferences of wealth, preferences of where you live, preferences of your free time. Whatever is welling up inside of you as a desire, it's all spiritual because there is only consciousness. So it cannot not be spiritual. Now let's loop back. Feeling is the secret. Feeling that it is already yours. Resting in the feeling of that state will bring about the necessary changes in you to make way for the manifestation. You will be nudged, counseled, and or moved to do certain things, which will take you across the bridge of incidents to the manifestation desired. Paramahansa Yogananda's spiritual master, Sri Yakeshwar, taught, When your conviction of truth is not merely in your brain, but in your being, you may definitively vouch for its meaning. This applies to conscious manifestation also. For when you have conviction to see a particular manifestation in your 3D, you are committing to a new truth in your reality, a new truth based on the truth, that you are consciousness itself. And when you realize this new truth of already having your desired manifestation in your being, not just your brain, then it is a certainty. From free to more personal options, following are some manifestation resources you may find helpful. If you're interested in manifesting love, First is the Manifesting Love Journal, available in hardcover and paperback from Amazon. It's a guided step-by-step -step way to tune in to exactly what you need to focus on to manifest the love you want, whether it's someone already in your life or someone you haven't met yet. All clients who work with me to manifest love pick up a copy prior to our first coaching session. If you're really ready to get serious, book a one-on-one -on -one mindset coaching session. One session can get you further in under one hour than you may have gone in the last year. And if you want to take a $497 value manifestation course, that's available right here on the podcast in my How to Manifest Anything series. It's a series of eight episodes of the podcast focused on step-by-step foundational information that you need to know to manifest absolutely anything. This is a must-know manifestation base for any technique that you could possibly use in manifestation. I have more key, in-depth informational podcasts coming up, and you want to have those eight episodes under your belt for what's coming in 2022. The links to all these resources are in the description. Until next time, remember, always believe in miracles, be well, and be love. You deserve the best. Namaste.